Hey, this is Kevin Harrison from INS. Please keep listening at the end of the episode for a special message from Brian Camp. Welcome to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe. With news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. I will say Dana Scully was smarter than than Mulder. Yeah, I mean, like as much as I have disdain for her trying to solve solve paranormal cases, it was really Mulder that was bungling it all up. I don't think I've ever seen a full episode of that show. <laughs> I do know that's the theme song, though. No. <laughs> it's really good. I hope we get to hear some. We're gonna get sued now. Um, Bobby McFerrin with your (laughs) Bobby McFerrin did the did the X Files scene song. (laughs) Here's a callback for you, Mike. Didn't uh, Major Dad and Delta Burke replace Burt Reynolds and Lonnie Anderson in the tabloids? Wow, did they have a big? They were a big couple, and then they were they had a big split. All in Major Dad slash Designing Women era. Why isn't this a Designing Women podcast? Why don't we Why don't we go to where the money is and become a Designing Women podcast? I could talk about Annie Potts. Yeah, Annie Potts, Meshach Taylor, Delta Burke, Dixie Carter, (laughs) Dixie Carter, (laughs) Suzanne Sugarbreaker. Oh yeah. The blonde one. <laughs> I mean, that's six episodes right there. That, yeah. <laughs> that I don't even have to research because I just know off the dome, I could do an hour on each of those. Did any show spin off from Designing Women? Um, Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how, how can I forget? Welcome to the International News Service. Uh, we're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I'm, I am Brian Camp. I have a frog in my throat. I'm sorry. Do you want me to say it again? Yeah. Eh. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm Mike Weeby, and my throat is clear because I did my vocal warm-ups like a pro. Mm. Back there on the on the uh, work in the dials, who's that? I'm trying. I'm using my eagle eyes. Why it's Mark Ryan? Say hi, Mark. Uh, hi, guys. There we go, hi, Mark. There we go, <laughs> Kevin. This is already yeah. You're wasting our fucking time. Well into the time. We have a very limited amount of time we can do this. There are a lot of people that have been relying on us all mm-hmm. week to hear uh, the news. most interesting international weird news that mm-hmm. we claim is all true. So can you well, please, okay. just one week, try to focus on the task of keeping this train moving in one direction. Choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> well, our first story comes to us from The Independent. Mm. And the title is Irish Nuns Break Lockdown to Attend Exorcism. Two nuns based in Cork, Ireland have been kicked out of their convent after being recognized on videotape at an outdoor exorcism attended by 70 people. Videotape? What? Yeah. I Uh, I I have have so many problems with this. They, one, they do not have video technology in Ireland. (laughs) Two... (laughs) They uh, 
Just kidding. Two Irish listeners. We love you. They don't live anywhere near Cork. They're not near Cork. We're good. I was just going to say, is this recent? Did this happen recently? Yeah. Well, I mean, by the time this is, uh, is released, maybe like in the last three weeks. All right. Let's hear about these sexy redheaded nuns. Yeah. Yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. Pent up. Co- at the time this happened, COVID restrictions prevented social gatherings of more than 15 people or travel of more than three miles from, uh, you know, where you lived and worked. That may have changed by the time this airs again, but I, like as I'm reading this now, that's the restriction in Ireland. That doesn't sound like a lot of freedom to me. Yeah. I know that your, your, your view of freedom, Brian, is whether or not you wear a piece of paper over your face. That is not over true. Over your mouth. That is not true. This just seems like a dearth of freedom. Three yeah. miles seems arbitrary and a short distance. Well, if, if it makes you feel better, it's also five kilometers. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Maybe a car was possessed. No, Maybe we no. should listen to the rest of the story. Yeah. <laughs> or do you just want to make up the end of this? I, I, just, mean, I, I mean, this is kind of like when Lost was at its best. It was like the second season. You're just like making up crazy theories and you don't have to tie them up. Right. So, right. well, you know, I haven't finished the story. A polar bear may appear at some point. Mm. Yeah, that's Ooh, right. Is it a sexy Ooh. polar bear? It All could be a sexy polar bear. A redheaded polar bear. Hey, redheaded <laughs> polar bear. Mm. The exorcism was conducted in Dublin, Ireland, which is about 160 miles from their convent in Cork. How many kilometers is that, though? Yeah. Uh, you can't uh, switch like back and forth. Probably about 100 kilometers. Wait. Right. Wait. I don't know. Why was three miles five kilometers? But 160 miles is 100 kilometers. Yeah, this is why the metric system doesn't make any sense. And we'd rather adopt a system in the U.S. of 12 inches to one foot. And uh, I'm so pro-metric system. That's, that's the real progressive politics. Get rid of this stupid imperial nonsense. Well, as an American, I'm fully against you. I would much rather get a 67-ounce bottle of soda than a two-liter. You can have my yardstick when you pry it from my cold, <laughs> dead hands. All right, all right, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, this okay. is stupid. This is stupid. I mean, what are we even doing here? We're here to find out about exorcisms. Yeah. So the exorcism itself was at the lower house of the Irish legislature, also known as the Dale. And the purpose was to exercise Ireland's leaders in mass. After getting kicked out of their convent as a result, the nuns created a GoFundMe that had raised over $100,000. But when you go to their GoFundMe site, it looks like GoFundMe took their campaign down. You know, if I go to the Spirit Halloween store Mm -hmm. and I buy a nun costume Mm -hmm. and I put that costume on, it doesn't really make me a nun. It just means I'm somebody who's dressed like a nun. If you get holy water on you, it makes you a nun, though. (laughs) Well, that's... If you drink holy water. Only if the moon is full. Um, Here's the thing. An exorcism outside, I'm sorry, it just sucks. It's like a big comedy outdoor show. It's just not good. Exorcism should be inside in a small room with low ceilings and preferably pretty cool inside. So everybody can you know just it just creates a better energy you want to feel you want to you you want those demonic voices to be booming in your head you want uh you want to 
feel that vomit get on you. You want to see up close that head spin all the way around. You want to hear the blasphemous remarks about the sexual acts that they're going to be done with, uh, uh, you know, crucifix or what, whatever, whatever gross stuff they want to say. But you want to be in close quarters to have that happen. And I think that any exorcism that's happening outdoors is uh, really just some, you know, some hucksters trying to cash in on the, uh, you know, the art of exorcism. And it's just it's not you don't need it that bad. You don't need an exorcism that bad to waste everyone's time with an outdoor exorcism. <laughs> so I, I have a I have a question and maybe this is Mike, if you know, please chime in. And I'm 100 percent sure I will. OK, uh, so when you if 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 I were to say that I'm going to exercise Mike, would I be trying to gym remove or like with your your Bible? XOR, XOR, okay. XOR size. XOR I understood size. that. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. I Somebody has to clarify for our listeners. I'm fucking ripped. Everyone knows I'm fucking ripped. Everybody knows that I don't need a personal <laughs> trainer because I've got rock. I've got, I've got a seven pack. I've got rock hard. You can, you can do your laundry on my abs. You could, my titties are golden globes. When people talk about winning the golden globes, they're talking about my titties. I can crush a watermelon between my legs. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people could do that. That's not as impressive. It's... But uh, yeah, but I don't even I don't even squeeze my legs together when I do them. They just you just no. put them between there, <laughs> just, and the watermelon is intimidated by the muscles. The intimidation and factor, sure. Cracks. Well, that that is now very impressive, mm-hmm. and yeah. still not not something I'd be interested in seeing. But I'm very glad to know. Well, I just, you're, you're I, wearing I, pants in this scenario, right? Who knows? I mean, <laughs> if, no, you don't want watermelon on your pants. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing like I'm wearing Lululemons, so because uh, <laughs> I want people can see the folds in my quads. Um, the point being is just like yeah. Kevin, everyone knows that Brian's not exercising me. He, he's in this right. hypothetical. He's exorcising me. Possibly, okay. I have a demon in me. But that's the question. If I'm if I'm exorcising Mike, am I trying to remove Mike, or am I trying to remove a demon from Mike? I think as the exorcist, that is up to you. I, that that is a very wishy washy answer to my very serious question. Mm-hmm. I'm not satisfied with that answer, I guess I would say. Which one would you rather cast to hell? That's now that's a real good question. I, I yeah, exactly. Pick your answer carefully. Not I mean Mike, but not permanently. Because I I would want to hear hear about Do it. You just want to teach me a lesson? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you I think I think you need to be reprimanded a little bit, maybe just kind of pushed and well. I mean, I could see, you know, again, ha- walking around with this perfect perfect mm. body has gotten me a little less than humble i'll say that and possibly i, I had that's not something i've picked up for having you. to spend having to spend a week kicking the asses of various demi demons and uh imps and uh stygian crawlers <laughs> and having to to you know having to choke so many you know foul mouthed creatures from the netherworld mm. out would probably put me in a place where I would appreciate stuff a little bit more. So I guess I can see that. You see, you see 
banishment to hell as an opportunity to better yourself. I see banishment to hell as a way. It's just, it's just like another level of the CrossFit that I attend every day. <laughs> I mean, really, honestly, it wouldn't even be that different than uh, going to uh, Aubrey Marcus at the On It Gym's Saturday afternoon sessions. It honestly, it'd be a little bit of a vacation. Are you? Are you I just have to kill demons and not do burpees. I'll take it. I'll take it to get a little bit less burpees. You have, you have somehow mastered immediately tying into the most insufferable people on the planet so quickly. <laughs> I mean, I hate it's just it is it's impressive. So I just, you know, we work out, we work out with kettlebells and then we talk about our poly relationships. <laughs> <laughs> what were the de- do we know what the demons were? Do the demons have a name that we're in? Was this a political was, stunt? They were exercising. Yeah, they were exercising Ireland's leaders, basically for being too liberal and for having COVID restrictions. And you know, was there a was there a demon in Ireland's leaders from the Dale below Lonely Mountain? That's got to be tough for. I'm I'm sure that obviously this is not the majority of Ireland. That believes in that sort of thing, and I I do think Not that's got to be that's got well I mean it's got to be tough for Ireland you know and to have to deal with that because over here we have a thing called separation of church and state and religion does not mix into politics at all whatsoever. It's never so happened. It's, just, it's a little bit easier for us here. <laughs> it's never right. happened over here. Right. We don't even. What America needs is prayer in school, that kind of thing, with that <laughs> accent. It, not it's hard here. to imagine a situation wherein. A church or other religious group would exert their force on our government to mm-hmm. to rule in a certain way or pass certain laws. I mean, that just doesn't. People have really done a good job. No, it's not. It's not what we do here. I think they should take a playbook from from us specifically. Maybe they should read my favorite book. I don't know if you've talked to you guys about this. My favorite piece of mm-hmm. literature, the Constitution. Ah. Have you got? And I think that I. The United States Constitution? Yeah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pull out, uh, I have about 17 Constitution because I just give them out as gifts. And I'm going to highlight a couple of the mm-hmm. passages and I'm going to send it. Well, this this was done at uh, the, the lower house of the legislature called the Dale. Okay, so like kind of a sort of an elven situation there. Right, I will, right. I will send it, I will send my highlighted mm-hmm. copy of the Constitution. So... Over there, they'll read it. They'll fix their nonsense, and um, it's all good. So the case, the first story, has been solved by me again. Once again, these are these are not mysteries, Mike. <laughs> not anymore. Not till I not not when I'm here. done with them. I'm just I'm just curious here because I I don't have any copies of the Constitution mm-hmm. laying around. Mm-hmm. What does the section uh, that you're highlighting that separates church and state? What does that say again? It says. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. And when you're acting foolish, the Constitution's going <laughs> to march all over you. Mm. And that, and it, that separates yeah. church from state. Well, then there's a part that goes like, hey, don't put your cross on my steak. And it's basically that's old language saying like, hey, I want to eat steak. Mm-hmm. Don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This ain't this ain't no this ain't no party. This ain't no happening. This is L.A. That's a Cheryl Crow song, but um, I thought I thought I would uh, I thought I'd throw that in there too. Oh, that's... I'll, I'll I'll just I'll like jot that out to the side and write that in. Okay. As Mike said, we've solved this this one, so maybe it's time to move on. 
Our next story comes to us from NPR. And, you know, it, it deals a little bit with... Uh, we, we haven't touched on the conspiracy theories yet, but this is oh, a yeah. conspiracy theory story. The, the title is Baffled Canadians Spread Reports of Hard Butter. Okay. A new conspiracy is plaguing our Canadian neighbors. For weeks, Canada's social media has been filled with anecdotes about hard butter. Butter... That fails to spread easily. Hard butter is also my adult film name. Goodbye, hard butter. <laughs> it's a very niche audience. Suspicion began late last year when Sylvain Charbois, a researcher at Dalhousie University's Agri-Food Analytics Lab, noticed differences when comparing an organic stick of butter with a regular one. He tweeted, quote, Is it me, or is butter much harder Adam. now at room... Come on, I, that is. Yeah. If you're again, so, quote right. means it's somebody else saying it. This is an audio medium. Yeah. People are going to be become confused. Is Kevin saying this? I don't. What's? Yeah. Was, unless this story is about you and you are said researcher, which I don't. Yeah. Think. Is your name Sylvain Chabois? So he's clearly uh, French Canadian. That's going to be different than my my French accent that uh, I perfected. I don't know about that. I think you're. I think you're jumping to jumping to conclusion. So what he tweeted, he what he tweeted was quote, "Is it me or is butter much harder now at room temperature?" <laughs> that sounds yeah, right. I mean, you, you figured out one. <laughs> that sounded accurate. One sound. That's <laughs> yeah. No, the French Canadians don't do, do that. That's that's France. That's totally well, different. I'm still not convinced this is a French Canadian. Where's Dahuasi University? You did it all right, but at the end, you should have said A. Yeah. Like, here's his Canadian accent. Like, it's some hard butter, A. Eh? But then French Canadian accent would be like, it is some hard butter, eh? <laughs> it's simple. Right. It's simple. That's right. Okay, we'll, we'll try that the next, the next time uh, if any more quotes come up. What kind of liberal arts college does this guy go to looking at butter all day and going, I think it's right. harder. I don't. I'm sure the Canadian taxpayers I, are real happy. Their their hard earned money is going to this. Yeah, yeah. Everybody says totally. This is this is where this is where your healthcare goes when you're in, mm -hmm. in Canada. This is why we are superior. That's right. That's why there's Canadians dying in the streets. They can't get band aids mm -hmm. and they can't eat butter because they've accidentally. It's fro. You know why the butter's fro? But harder. <laughs> it's, it's fucking cold it's in Canada. Colder. Right. It's frozen. Duh. Because they didn't think to go inside to <laughs> right. eat. Well, we'll we'll get to that. There's there's some theories here about what what's causing their their butter to be hard. There's one of the theories that it's cold because I think Mike just solved this mystery. Yeah, the mystery too solved by me. <laughs> nobody nobody's mentioned that. Uh, I think you know. Well, would you would you suggest it uh, on our behalf? Uh, I'll I'll reach out to Sylvois Charbois and uh, see what he says. I've already <laughs> solved two two mysteries in like. A half hour. You look like a scully over there. I think I could get the nickname because it's updated for now. I would like to take on the nickname of Wikipedia Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I love those books when I was a kid. That's a good idea. So it's also believed this hard butter is linked to a British Columbia milk marketing board memo from October, which mentioned a link between fatty acids and the recent appearance of milk that would not foam. Researcher Sylvois... Charbois, who referred to the hard butter phenomenon as Buttergate, 
connects a sudden spike in consumer butter demand to an increased use of palm oil Ooh. fat in cattle feed since this past summer. But this conclusion has been dismissed by the Canadian dairy industry. Because of COVID, dairies have faced both production slowdowns and a boom in home cooking, with Canadian butter sales growing over 12% in 2020. Charles Bois says farmers responded by adding palmitic acid to animal feed as an energy supplement that allows cows to produce more butter fat content. This feed is not new, but it was rarely done in the past because it, ex it is expensive. Uh, last month, the Dairy Farmers of Canada finally acknowledged this hard butter, stating that it's unaware of any significant changes in dairy production, but asserted that palm products, quote, and we will do this as, a, I guess, a standard okay. Canadian. So palm products, quote, I mean, not that they're all standard. You know oh. what I mean? This is, uh, 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 you know, somebody maybe from, from Ontario as opposed to somebody from Quebecois. Standard Canadian. They're not automatic Canadians. Yeah. No, they're, they're, all, they're all Canadians. Mark got the joke. He's the only one. <laughs> I just want to clarify, Kevin. Yes. So you are saying that the French Canadian people are are a lower caste than the English speaking Canadian folks? No, I'm saying that all Canadians are love their country and are uh, amazing citizens and great people. And well, if you know, English speaking Canadians are standard, what does that make mm -hmm. French Canadians? Automatic. That's Yes. It's just as funny the second time you said it, Mike. I think so. I think so too. I think so too. It just it didn't it didn't deserve just once. It needed to get out there into the universe well, a little bit. The rule of threes. Time. Let's see if we can work it in later on. Yeah. All right. The dairy farmers of Canada uh, asserted that palm products, quote, help provide energy to cows, you know, and uh, no undesirable <laughs> effects have been identified, eh? What kind of accent was that? Hey, hey uh <laughs> I, I stopped boxing in Philly and I uh, drove up to Canada to look at butter products. All the Philadelphia cream cheese and people. And I found that they're, that they're harder up here when I punch them, Adrian, yo. Which is to say that was not a good Canadian accent, Kevin. It was yeah. Well, we're done with right. that one for now. So, you know, we won't, we can revisit that in a future story. Again, I, I feel like I solved this. I solved this mystery a, a while back. They don't know that they're supposed to take the butter inside and they leave it outside uh -huh. and it gets frozen. And then they try to put it on their toast or their poutine <laughs> and, and it just, they, it just sticks there. So the researcher Charles Bois wrote in a recent op-ed that, quote, a buttergate is not what the, in the industry needs or what Canadians deserve. And emphasized that while adding palm oil to butter is legal, the question now is, quote, should it be legal? I have a couple questions and maybe, yes. maybe we can get some help here. Palm oil is terrible for the world, right? Isn't palm oil harvesting the reason for a lot of deforestation around the globe? Yeah, that's right. So thanks, Canada, for that. Well, we, we, we harvest a lot more here in the, the U.S. than they do in Canada. Don't, you don't know that. That's not the story. You don't, that's, no. I doubt yeah, that. I, I doubt that. How come our butter's, how come yeah. our butter's not hard? How come our butter's not hard today, Kevin? I think it's the palm oil. It's not hard. It, I had some this morning. I had some this morning, and guess what? It went right on my uh, raisin bread, and it was toasted, and it just melted easy. And, you know, I just I used it. Like raisin bread. Mm -mm. What the hell is wrong? You don't with like you? raisin bread? No, raisin bread's kind of gross. 
And you claim to be an American? I don't think raisin bread's uniquely American, and I don't like it. What about cinnamon raisin bread? It's still raisin yeah. bread. You can put anything on it and end it with raisin bread, and I still don't like it. I don't like raisins in things. Are you a dog? Dogs are allergic <laughs> to raisins and grapes. No, I mean, I'm not. A, I'm, I would be a talking dog. So that would be cool. That would be awesome. I'd probably be a lot more successful, <laughs> I think. Yeah. No, but it's palm oil actually makes things more spreadable. So the the spreadability of our butter would not be think, a good indication that I we're... I feel like I heard a real funny joke about that in a Hustler. <laughs> in the comic section of Hustler. Hustler magazine. I I I can't imagine a more boring mystery on the face of the planet. Yeah. Well, Mike, that's it. This is, is this the Canadian version of a mystery? They called it Buttergate. I don't know what that does. That, yeah. Is it's that more a, of a scandal if it's Buttergate? What's the reference to? Is a reference to, is they saying that there's some sort of barrier to butter or they're saying that it is similar to the Watergate crime? This is a waste of my mystery solving abilities. I mm. just, I did not go to detective school for four years <laughs> in order to get thrown mysteries like this. No, I, I get it. Did you graduate from detective school? I got kicked out <laughs> for not playing by the rules, <laughs> which that was... in detective school is graduating kuma sum laude. <laughs> I, I just, you know, give me a mystery. Give me some mystery with meat. Not with butter. <laughs> well, cows. Yeah. People eat cow, right? Well, cattle mutilations. That's a mystery that's that is worthy of my of my keen intellect. And they're and it's weird, right? And it's weird. So what do you think is causing cow mutilations? Wikipedia Brown. <laughs> I'll tell you what I think it is. It's Chick-fil-A. Oh shit. Uh, do you think it's? Do you think that's what happens to all those talking cows? Like they make, they get smarter and smarter. I and think they have to... I think they are they are committing weird murders to to cattle mm -hmm. in order to get other cattle to freak out about it to the point of sentience mm -hmm. and to the point of where they learn how to spell, albeit a little <laughs> bit poorly. Right. They are cows. Cute, don't kind don't of in a weird way, right? I know. I just think that they're they're mentally they're just they're not well. They're, they're not. They're 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 yeah. It's more than that. They're just oh. they're disabled. Oh. They're they're well. They're cows. They're not. Well, they're cows. They're doing the best that they can for a cow, mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. but they're committing these murders in order to make other cows get smarter than the average cow and figure their way up to billboards to paint on them and <laughs> plead. Plead with the, plead with the public to say, right. help us find these mutilations. <laughs> They're ripping the anuses out of our of our bovine brethren out in a field. Help us, but they only have they like their cows. So the most that they can actually paint is is the word "eat more chicken," and they can't even spell chicken or more right. If you if you take it at face value, their advertising camp campaign is really quite tragic it's it's it is it is sad essentially mm -hmm. it's true detective amongst cows but this is the whole chick-fil-a <laughs> advertising campaign it's a it's a dark cabal of death 
that's leading up to the desperation of of cows pleading for some attention <laughs> and it and sadly so, it just comes off as ain't that kind of funny right right you know? imagine how that must feel to the cows who somehow climb those ladders and yeah get a bucket of paint and a mm-hmm. big brush it is a lot of them die just <laughs> pulling that off a lot of them die they fall off the off the billboards their, you know, their bodies are smashed and, and hurt. And then by the time the authorities come to take the cow bodies away, guess what? Someone's ripped out their anuses and uh, genitals. That is truly heart-wrenching. <laughs> well, now I wish I had seen an episode of that show because it sounds like it might have been really good. On that note... Another mystery for you to solve here. Mm. All right, don't waste my time. So our next story comes to us from the BBC, and uh, the title is... Bad Boy Club. Yeah. The title is Italy Landslide Pushes Hundreds of Coffins Into the Sea. A recent landslide in northwest Italy destabilized a 100-year-old cliffside cemetery. The cliff itself had been cordoned off after local workers reported cracks in the cliff face and said they heard strange creaking sounds. A few days later, the area experienced a massive landslide, pulling two chapels and an estimated 200 coffins off the cliff and into the ocean below. Divers from the fire brigade, coast guard boats, and firefighters have been assisting in the search for the remains of the cemetery. As of the most recent reporting that I could find, they had only recovered 10 of the 200 coffins. Workers close to the area were able to record video of the collapse. I'm going to show you that now, and I want you to describe what you're you're seeing, and then, uh, and Mark, we can we can use this audio. That's fine. Hey, hey, Mike, do you think that there were any headstones that fell off too? Do you think maybe somebody had moved those headstones? What is happening? <laughs> They kept the headstones. They moved the headstones, but they didn't move the bodies. How would, how would an Italian man say that, I wonder? Hey, mamma mia. <laughs> you move the headstones, but you don't move the bodies. Move the bodies. Oh, why not? <laughs> you don't move the bodies. Come on. <laughs> oh, 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 why, why you don't move the bodies? Is <laughs> it, is it, is it, is it, is it, is it, <laughs> la, la portuguese. Ooh, oh no. <laughs> is, oh no. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> My prosciutto. <laughs> All right, we're going to watch this video. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to show you this video here of uh, that we're recording. Reporters, or reporters, I'm sorry, workers in the area recorded. No, I'm not being racist. <laughs> I'm not. I don't think you're. I'm doing an accurate Italian accent. Yeah, that was. Are you getting scolded again? <laughs> I'm, I'm not Italian. <laughs> so, uh, Heather seems to enjoy your accent. It's appropriate we're doing a news show and we're talking about an Italian. <laughs> If that's the standard, then Kevin's in a lot of trouble, I think. Yeah. I don't, I'm not doing... It's not an egregiously rude Italian accent. I mean, you, you didn't say mama. Yeah. 
De parte de Acuna. That wasn't an accent. You throw him off my, my, my accent. Just let me do my work. Fine. I love you, too. All right. So, uh, I, so I'm going to play this video for you. And I want you... This has happened just after the, uh, the quake. And so I want you to... Uh, this was a landslide. You see. Was it an earthquake or a landslide? Uh, the cliff face collapsed. I guess it's a landslide. Okay. Well, I mean, it's it's news, so let's try to be... A, la- a landslide like the uh, thing that Trump won by? <laughs> that's right. No, that that's the opposite of a landslide. No. Just, just you know, just describe what you're seeing, and then, you know, react to it. I see what appears to be a building. Is that Mike talking? <laughs> yes. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's a, you did a good accent, Mike. Thank you. A couple birds. Oh, that's a. I see. A guy that yeah, they're worried about walking on the train. Yeah, a way to piss off some Italian ghosts. It sounds like they're in a bar. Oh, oh. Uh oh. So, so what just happened, bro? I think a, oh. I think a, a couple chapels just fell off the side of a <laughs> of a cliff. No, those aren't. That's just those rows of those are caskets. All those boxes. Yeah, those are caskets in the background. Yeah, they don't they don't bury bodies in Italy. Now, I why don't, don't they do that? I think they do. I just don't think. Well, maybe. What do I know? This is like the traditional style. I think it's because they want to stack them on top of each other like a pizza pie. <laughs> <laughs> Like the toppings of a pizza pie. Right. Well, we just saw a supreme pizza collapse into the into the ocean. Yeah. What I assume is the ocean. Uh, I call that one a meat lovers, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I somehow really want you to let me know what an Italian Dracula sounds like now. I feel like somewhere <laughs> one of those crypts, there was an undead being. A regular Dracula goes, blah, blah. So an Italian Dracula would go, that's correct, right? I think that's yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. You're, scientifically correct. Right. You're, I don't know why <laughs> Dracula says blah blah, but I know that he does. Right. Is he is he saying blah or is he saying blood? Blood, blood, blah. blood. Is he trying blah. to say blood? Is that where that comes from? I think you may have just solved a mystery right there because I never knew what it was. Is that how you identify vampires among us? No, you identify vampires among us because of the you die because they, they will tell you they're vampires and they will be polyamorous with uh, they will be wearing Renfair outfits <laughs> and they will be sweaty from LARPing. And they probably go to your CrossFit gym. I know. They, do I think they, they do the opposite of go to CrossFit. They don't go to CrossFit? I don't know. I feel like that they no. probably go to CrossFit. Maybe not. What do I know? See, I was I was riding too yeah. high after solving the whole blood thing. <laughs> I mean, are we done talking about the loss of corpses? Well, I think we. I think the mystery in that one. I'm, I'm going to solve that last mystery, and it was uh, it was the hills that did it. <laughs> mystery number three solved. And mystery number four, Brian solved mm-hmm. uh, the blah blah. Thanks, good question. job, Brian. I feel like I did something. It's okay. Mark will cut that out, but at least at this moment, <laughs> I feel pretty good about it. 
I think that wraps up another week of the International <laughs> News Service. <laughs> If you have any other questions, comments, or uh, you see any news stories that might fit in next week's episode, feel free to email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Is it is it sort of a fight club scenario? No, they're just you know they're just they're just they're people who who in their heart of hearts have a special connection with Brian Camp. That's all a following a str- just people who mm-hmm. really identify and and they say things like so like your mom. Don't talk about my mom, Kevin. <laughs> uh, is she or is she not a camp scamper? She is not a camp scamper. Clearly, <laughs> at some point, do they? Do you start like telling them what kind of food they should eat? Yeah, and like, do you do you do you change their name? No, I'll tell them there's a color that they need to wear. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I, I see what you guys are getting at. This is not. Yeah. This is not. I'm not going to pick their names. Make them toil in the field. There for will you? be there will be a list of available names, and they will select <laughs> from that list. They're going to have total ownership of this. And yeah, I but, don't want people eating junk food and garbage all the time. And another thing, people who identify so strongly with to, to where I, they would be a, a, a camper, they'd move on out to the compound and, you know, they would they would seek out that guidance in dietary needs and, and reading. What the, what kind of stuff are labor. you asking them to read? I mean, just... <laughs> we'll get back to some of the other things you said, but I wanted, I'm wondering, you said... Just teachings, pro- you know, things that I think that they can offer them insight into their daily life and, and give them things like, to I mean, is focus it on? like the Bible or Eckhart Tolle or what, what kind of <laughs> like, well, who, who, what doctrines, I, I guess. Well, it's not, it's, it's not, it's nothing as formal as a Bible. It's nothing like that. It's, you know, it's just some, I, they're verses. So, you know, the Bible has verses. They would, I, I would call them verses. No, I mean, there, there's, I think, I think when, when the mission shifts from, people who naturally gravitate to, to becoming a camper and we start looking for others. I think yeah, there'll, mm-hmm. there'll be a newsletter. We'll, we'll want to get the word out because we want to help identify those folks who are feeling a little hopeless, a little lost. They need some, yeah. they're, they're looking for that, that, you know, they've got, they've got that hole they need filled up. And I think, I think at the comp, we can offer the spiritual presence to help fill that hole. And I think that, I think that that would be something, I mean, look, we're, that would be a true service we could provide people. We could give, we give them a place to call home. And I don't, I don't think that's something to be, to be laughed at. I think that's something to be lauded. And I think that, I think that people that need this help, I, I think, I think we have a real opportunity to help some people. That's all. I, I, yeah, no, I, I like, I like the idea that you want to help people mm-hmm. through fans of the podcast, specifically sure, sure. that fans of you, fans of you. And, right. fans of, and I think that's noble, right. but I, I do have the question of the, what who wrote what they're reading i'd like to know what some of the i don't well, know I mean, like if there's a pass if there's a passage you could tell me of the verse that you um off the top of your head you know um uh surrender, surrender all that which you hold dear to uh camp right that would be <laughs> now is that like camping you know like you would take everything you hold no, dear look look don't out into the woods and, you guys are reading into this 
So somebody has to play a leadership role. Otherwise, it's just chaos. Okay. And, and, and I'm willing to do that. It's not, I would love, yeah. I would love to not have to be that role for these people, to fill that role for these people. <laughs> but yeah, but they're going to need, they're looking they're for guys. They're and coming so, to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we all would agree that if, with, without this fixation on material goods and worldly possessions, we'd all be happier. Uh-huh. I'm just helping them get there. I'm giving them a direction to get to that place in their life. Well, did they, I mean, that, well, how do they get rid of these goods and possessions? Well, I mean, they'd bring them to the camp and I would, they would, they would there's and a ceremony. You, it's part of getting your name, part of yeah. getting your, your, Wait, your cell, like well, your, what, your cabin. You, and when you, you said say the they, camp, are you the camp or is the camp a physical location? The, the camp will be a physical location. Yes. Because you said compound earlier. So is the camp separate from the compound? Oh, look, uh, I, I, How many I say, locations are I we say dealing compound with? as a that is just just joking around. It's not a real, <laughs> not a compound. It's just a tract of land. And it, let's it, say I came and visited the camp because I, I'm going to be honest with you. I am a little bit interested because I have been feeling lost for a number. You can't of years, just visit the really... camp. It's it's not an immediate thing. I mean, that's you earn a place at the camp, and and it's it's important and it's important for the safety and and the well-being of the people already at the camp that we we make sure that the right kind of people are coming to the camp. And oh yeah. You might be that person. I'm not saying you're not, but it, there's some steps yeah. to get there. There's some commitment on your end. Uh, cuz the last thing yeah. we want to do is interfere with the the spiritual growth of campers who are already, you know, progressing along their yeah. their route, their training, their path. They're prescribed. Do uh, I, I and I I'm not I'm not at all I'm not, I'm definitely not like I've got I mean you know me I've got a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. here what with this podcast right. and this, um, so I'm not saying I want to get into commit I don't know I can't commit to anything but um but I do I have felt kind of you know lonely uh, at times I mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. I, even when I'm around people I feel lonely yeah. and um and. I like. I never actually never got to go on a camping trip or anything like that. So the the just the word itself is kind of exciting to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I will say though I'm a little trepidatious that mm-hmm. I am sort of attached to my name mm-hmm. and my nickname. Uh, my name Mike and my nickname M Dub. Yep. Yep. Uh, and um, so what available? What if uh, in the name ceremony? What available names are would be. Just example, what's some available oh, names to me? Gosh, um, Ezra, Malachi, Ezekiel. I mean, lots of great names. Oh. I mean, really, I do like Z. I do like the idea of having a Z in my name. Yeah, yeah, and I think and I think and that kind of sticks you. It out. You know, and that yeah, that, and I'm glad you recognize that. You know, camping's fun. Camping's something that it is. Yeah, know, I mean, I would think that, I never got to go, but that return to 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 nature in the woods and. Mm-hmm. And and you and I gotta tell you, Mike, hearing you hang on to your names, I mean, those are that's, that's weighing you down, isn't it? That baggage, it's holding you back. I mean, I want to help you. I, 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 I want to help you lose that baggage. I want to set you free. Yeah, man. I guess it would feel kind of good just to gotta not take those steps. Just gotta take those first steps. You, know? you can make it to the camp. Just take some work. Is there anything I have to? My hair is. is mm-hmm. Am I gonna have to cut my hair at all? <laughs> I know I've been growing it a little bit. You know, part of the part of, of entering the camp, and I hesitate, hesitate to say this because I think a lot of people would call this dehumanizing. That's not what I'm doing at all. Part of coming to the camp, though, is we shave off all of your body hair uh, because it's it's a it's a and when you re- say we, does that mean? Yeah. You? Well, the, the camp, the staff, 
the staff there. So, and but you're you can you're a staff. I don't member. I don't spend a lot of time at the camp. <laughs> so, huh. it's not. You what know, are you spending your time doing? Well, I mean, a, a lot of writing, a lot of reflecting. Um, of course, looking for new members. Uh, you know, it's it is the outreach is unfortunately, even though we all strive to abandon this material world we live in, it. Uh-huh. You know, we we still live in a material world, uh, as as Madonna would say, I believe. And there's <laughs> is a the lot camp of, open to all people? Sure, sure. I mean, all every all people who who can take those first affirmative steps down the path mm-hmm. and show they are truly ready to accept the teachings of camp or whatever we call whatever we end up calling, you know, the doctor the the. The, the spiritual guidance that we use. So it's, it's still a, a working title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still a working title. I just I don't know. I haven't heard of a group that has, still has a a TBD. Right, right. <laughs> it's it is it's Godhead Godhead TBD. Right. <laughs> part of it part of it is and 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 I think you would I think you understand this, Mike, is that there's 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 things that we call mysteries in spirit. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And yeah. That's we funny, want, actually, we want to hang on to some of this mystery because that's that discovery. Yeah. That path that we put you on. That's that's yeah. what this is all about. It's about that discovery. And it's, you know, while I'm, while I'm out here, uh, you know, doing the kind of really gross, dirty work of fundraising for the camp. Uh, I need to know that the folks back at the camp are you know, finding peace in, in the work we set before them and in the teachings and, and, you know, do you learn how to tie knots? Uh, no, no, there's no knot tying. Uh, that's, that's a level of dexterity that I think I want the campers to avoid. Are there cookie sales? No, there's no, no cookies, nothing like that. Um, you know, there's cookies are good though. Yeah, but that's that that kind of empty energy. I know, I'm what trying we want. to lose. Yeah, I'm trying to lose weight. Yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to. Oh, well, you'll lose weight at the camp. Oh, really? Yes. yes well, absolutely. you should have started with that. Right, right. I mean, you really should have <laughs> right, right. led the way with that. My only, and I, 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 everything you've said has been very compelling. Mm-hmm. I'm actually down to, you know, I've been doing that Marie Kondo thing and looking around and seeing what sparks joy, and most of it doesn't. Uh, most of my you know, clothes and, 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 and Blu-rays and, and, and music equipment. Mm-hmm. I will say though, um, there is a deal breaker and it is called Dr. Strange number 17 new mitt condition. And <laughs> I am not, I'm sorry. I'm not, I can't, I can't. That's, that's, that's the one thing you can shave my, you can shave my butt and my balls and my head <laughs> Well, to be clear, I won't. I won't be doing the shaving, but well, you by proxy sure, will be sure. will be opening up right, my butt stewards. and shaving the insides <laughs> of my butt and my thighs, right? And and right. and and you know my chest and right. my the hair that grows around my nipples. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm down for that. I I will eat what you eat. Tell me to eat if it's going to make me feel better. I will, you know, I'll piss in a bucket, I'll shit in a bucket, and I'll sleep right next to that mm-hmm, bucket. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you haven't mentioned that yet, but I'm just, I just want to throw out that I'm right. totally willing to do well, you're, do that. You have, I think you have a pretty good idea of what the camp's like. I mean, it's, oh, if I'm being honest, I mean, that's, it, there's a couple I mean, of mysteries it, you might have. I mean, you did go to... I Without even trying, I do tend to solve mysteries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, I think we really did it this week. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>